You're listening to the Better Man Podcast, becoming life-giving men together. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Better Man Podcast. My name is Adam Torno, and I'm joined again today by Chris Harper. Chris, people are still getting to know you, so I'm going to continue to ask some other questions. Sports. What's your go-to sport to watch on television, your favorite one? NBA basketball. NBA. NBA basketball. You got one team that you're cheering for? And I was a huge Michael Jordan fan in the day of the Chicago Bulls. Um, Jordan's the GOAT, better than LeBron, hands down. And you send those emails where? That's right. <laughs> to C. Harper at betterman.com. Yeah. Or don't at me, bro. Right? Yeah. Don't at me yeah. with all just, that. Just put trash in the memo. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, NBA basketball for sure. Big hockey fan. Really? And picked okay. that up when I moved to Texas. Which makes no sense. Not zero. I mean, not. I mean, we got the stars. They're, they're good. They were in the finals last year, not yep. this year. But you would think – uh being up in a or this being such a warm climate that that would not be something that would happen down here yeah no picked it up um matter of fact the dallas stars are the only dallas team i like okay yeah i'm not a cowboys fan and Um, is that from childhood from childhood okay so i didn't have an nfl team close to where i grew up so uh loved randall cunningham the original running quarterback yes so i'm a huge philadelphia eagles fan you gotta be quiet about that a lot of emails are coming (laughs) (laughs) there's people now showing up when they hear that that's so good all right huge philadelphia eagles fan um but love the dallas stars man okay Um, so yeah yeah my son and i go so are you still cheering for the bulls though for basketball no um i'm not i i jumped on with the golden state warriors okay um, but I jumped on early. You know, I was wearing a Steph Curry jersey in the mall one time, and a guy called me a bandwagon or a poser or something. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, that's just not true. Yeah. He's like, well, name like five people on the on the 2004 Warriors. And I was just like, Tim Hardaway, Detlef Shrimp. Like, I started like you rattling them off, and he's like, okay. All, all right. right. All right. That's good. <laughs> hey, that's pretty strong. That's I right. know those names. I, I didn't know they were on the 2004. Yeah. <laughs> team with all that i do like luca i do um that's not convincing i i do i think he shoots a lot man he does and you know when you look at you look at ball time possession i mean he holds on to that thing he does so he's a volume shooter but he's he's gifted he's skilled you know i don't think he'll be the next dirk like i hear that a lot mm-hmm. dirk was just special yeah and and I don't know if Luke is special. Maybe he is. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pulling for him. Yeah. So so I hope the kid does big things. Yeah. He's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. Okay. See, that's fun. It's fun just to get to know you a little bit uh, with all this. Okay. So we've been doing a series of episodes talking about the role of a father in the home. So father as the prophet, priest, and king. Uh, following, looking at the offices that Jesus held, he was our prophet, our priest, and our king. Yeah. And so we've got episodes, and you can go back and listen to those on prophet and priest. And so today we're going to talk about king. So again, I like starting this with what comes to my mind when I think as father as king. And I mean, it's just, honestly, probably what comes to mind is what most depictions of a lazy father like in in media, right? The Homer Simpsons, the, uh, the Al Bundys from back oh, in the day with wow. Married with Children. Yes. Um, don't uh, maybe so not some some good models it it would be a man that is abusing power that is feeling entitled that wants to rule with just his words but not model anything not do anything to serve 
I think that's what I think of sometimes if we think about this message of just the Father as King, which is complete opposite of Jesus's life. That's right. <laughs> right. That's right. So, talk about this. What What does this mean for us to fulfill that role as Father as King? Yeah, that's so good. And and let's just start right there. Um, Jesus was the anti-King. Yeah. Right. Jesus's kingship wasn't um, serve me. His kingship was I came to serve. You know, I came to give my life a ransom for many, not to be served, but to serve, he says in his word. Um, so his kingship was based on the betterment of others. Um, high tide raises all ships. He knew that, and he wanted to see other people flourish. He wanted to nourish and foster, and um, um, it was beautiful. Yeah. So when we think about being the, the king of our home, I think biblically and and really just practically, it means you're the chief steward of your home. Um, You're responsible for the protection and provision um, of of, of your home. Mm. And and I don't, whether you're a Christian or a non-Christian, you know, maybe you're just listening and and you're trying to figure this all out. Like if you're a man, you get this, Mm -hmm. right? So you're laying in bed with your wife two o'clock in the morning, um, you hear a loud noise downstairs. I don't think it's our natural inclination to send our wife down yeah. the stairs. Honey, get up. Right, right. <laughs> and, and if that is your natural inclination, please email me. <laughs> like, like, we need to talk. We need to talk. That's right? good. So, so even as men, we have this kind of innate desire, excuse me, innate desire yeah. to, to protect, yeah. right? And, and that's right and good. And then also to to provide, and and I want to be careful with that because I know there are you know two income homes and oh, things of that nature, yeah. and and when I say provide, I don't necessarily mean be the breadwinner, right? I mean there were seasons in my life that my wife made more money than me, yeah. and I'm okay with that. Yeah, but but when it comes to um, stewarding that money and and making provision for now and the future i let in that yep. like it was at the end of the day if we didn't have money for the light bill it wasn't her fault yeah it was my fault yep. i own that yep. right and and so that's what i mean by by kingship and stewardship over your home i love that um and so just this idea of chief steward not the uh the one who is entitled and everybody revolves around them that's right so that's right. more of what can i give here rather than Great. What what luxuries does being king afford me? Right yeah, now? that's right. And and even thinking, um, you know, often in my life, it's it's what do I have to sacrifice right now to make sure my children have more in the future, hmm. right? And it's it's always what what can we give of ourselves to empower and better those around us, yep. right? And and we hear that term, uh, you know, a man is king of his home. It was actually Luther. Hmm. Luther said the house, the house to full. German, right? He said it, it was a mini kingdom and the father was the king. Yeah. Right? So it's not a new term, but you know, in our in our anti-masculine culture and and you know, extreme masculinity that like you said sometimes can be abused. Yep. We hear this this man the dad or the husband is the king of their home and and immediately we think in those negative thoughts or at least a lot of people do i don't think we do but a lot of people do so we want to reclaim that and as dads as husbands i'm telling you you need to reclaim that Mm. show the world um, a steward show the world a king that prioritizes his family above his own needs that's good and really, I mean, this is something that I think, again, the culture is wrestling with right now because in, in some ways this idea of a leader oftentimes is associated with somebody who's better. 
Yeah. Okay. And we think very much like a hierarchy. And if you're higher on the org chart than me, that means you're better. Yeah. Which doesn't seem to fit at all with the biblical definition and examples of leadership that we see there. I mean, Jesus was pretty clear, right? Like, That's right. And, and he even used those examples of, hey, you know how leaders do this, but not so with you. Yeah. We're going to do this. That's right. And it is going to be sacrificing your life for others, or you want to be great, you make yourself nothing. Mm. Uh, that idea. And so, um, my buddy Duke Rivard shared one of the best definitions of leadership I've ever heard that it, what it means to be a leader is somebody who takes initiative for the benefit of others. That, that that's I what a leader that. does, that we take initiative for the benefit of others. That's a pretty good definition. Like if we think about if we had a leader over us who was taking initiative for our benefit, so I think good. we would submit to that, right? Absolutely. And we would gladly do that. Yeah. And we would feel safe and protected submitting ourselves to a leader that was taking initiative for our benefit. So if we start to reframe leadership and what it means to be a, quote, king, now we start to understand and line it up with Jesus's words. This is serving our family. And, uh, and I like that. Man, Adam, that is so insightful and good. Thank you for that definition. You know, even as you're saying that, um, I'm thinking about the times that I had conflict with my wife. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten times, it's because I didn't have her best interest yeah. at hand. Yep. You know, the times that I've struggled with shepherding my children well, nine out of ten times, it was because there was a tinge of selfishness there within me, yep. and I didn't have their best interest at hand. Yeah. So just that thought of, of always, um, what is that, Philippians 2, um, considering everyone else's needs is more important yeah. than your own. Yeah. Just leading in that posture. Think about the conflict resolution. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Mitigating all that, all those arguments and unmet expectations. Yes. And that's so good, man. Yeah. That's yeah. So and I good. think it's helpful for us because it does lead us to that idea of stewardship, which is kind of an old word or it's a word that we talk about a lot sure. from a uh, more of a financial perspective. Um, talk more about the provision piece, though, because I like that. I mean, the protection I think we get. And so, and listen, this doesn't mean that you have to be a black belt in some martial art or that you got to go buy handguns or a shotgun. It's okay to buy a security system for your home to make your wife and family feel protected or just have a baseball bat, whatever. Right. So I think we understand. And I think most men really do understand I'm here to protect and, and we would gladly rise up if somebody was coming after our wife or kids. That's right. The provision piece though, you, you, you touched on this and I think that's really good because there's a lot of men that'll go check, I do that because I provide financially. That's right. And it's more than that, right? Yeah, it's just not a physical provision, right? So I'll tell you, um, in my own life and in most men I meet, where they are bankrupt is emotional provision. That's good. They are emotionally bankrupt when it comes to leading their, their wives and their children well. So when I talk about provision, man, yeah, physically provide for your family but also mentally provide, mm-hmm. um, absolutely spiritually yep. provide. As we've talked about yeah. in, the, in the chief priest, there were some good ideas there. That's right. That's right. So, so when, when I'm thinking provision, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking really from that emotional standpoint, mm-hmm. because that's where men tend to pull back or at least um, lack soft skills or yep. whatever you want to call yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but we've got to be there. We've got to be present. And then something my wife tells me all the time, Chris, like when you're here, she'll say, be present. Yeah. Because sometimes I can be with my family, um, I can be with my wife, but my mind is somewhere else. 
you know um we had a movie night uh, uh not too long ago yeah. shockingly shocking on thursday <laughs> right, every, right. every thursday <laughs> and, uh, and you know it was it was a movie i'd seen seven times so um i found myself reaching oh, into yeah. my bag and pulling out my laptop right and justifying in my mind i'm with my kids i'm going to knock out this blog yeah or i'm going to knock out this reading right there's a great article from the atlantic let's yeah. let's check it out and and my kids see that they see that and they know I'm not really there. So so steward steward your time, especially that emotional presence well. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep talking about that emotional side because I'm sure there's a lot of men that would go, all right, protection, I get it. Some of that provision I get. The emotion side, many of us feel like we're ill equipped there. It doesn't feel comfortable for us. And so uh, what comes to my mind if I think about that providing emotionally, I think of face-to-face conversation. So good. Listening. Huge. And allowing our wife and kids to say that they are uh, feeling bad about certain things, not trying to immediately fix that. That's right. It, it, anything else you would add to that or yeah. other ways that you're trying to apply that? Yeah, that's so good. So men are predisposed to do yep. instead of just be. Yeah. Right. And, and something I say even outside of this context is King Jesus is far more concerned with what you're becoming and he's less concerned with what you're doing. Mm. Right. So um, within this context, man, just be with your wife. Just yep. be with your kids. That word you used, Adam, listening, when you start talking about um, putting emotional capital back into the bank, listening will be your greatest investment. Yep. Um, I mean, it's going to be a tenfold return. Yep. Just listening to your wife's needs, yep. you know, listening to her struggles. Um, something I got so convicted about recently, uh, I'm a dreamer. Mm-hmm. Like, I can ideate, and, and one day I'm building planes, and I may come home a week later and say, honey, we're building trains. Yeah. I mean, I'm a dreamer, <laughs> right? And I got so convicted because um, I don't know when the last time I asked my wife, you know, what are you dreaming about? Hmm. Like, what are your dreams? Yeah. You know, and she's so good to listen to mine and to put up with mine and yep. let me run down a rabbit hole if I want to run down a rabbit hole. And and I went to her and I apologized. I said, "Honey, I, I don't know the last time I asked you what you were dreaming about. Yeah, you know what you wanted. Yeah, um, and just being conscious of that. Again, it's it's not um, it's not anything earth shattering. Yeah, right. Uh, but for some odd reason, we can't move ourselves to do it. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, there's a buddy of mine, and I won't name names here, that has uh, had some opportunities to be around celebrities, okay? And this person would say, you know, he would tell me about, oh, I got to be with this person or this person. And of course, I'm curious because I'm like, so what, what are they like? What are they like? And one of the common themes is the celebrities um, are very into themselves. Hmm. And, and here's what he means. They are so used to being pursued by others. Uh, people always treating them as their interests are better than their own, right? Uh, asking them questions, saying, hey, you're interesting. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me your thoughts. That they lose that skill and that ability to be interested or curious about other people, mm, right? And so sometimes if we think about this idea of king, again, we can get this this mindset that is so driven by the culture sometimes that, oh, people will pursue me. That's right. But again, Jesus flipped that definition upside down. And what do we, you, I think uh, when we were recording earlier this week, I'm going to give you credit, even if you didn't say it, <laughs> like, like how many questions Jesus answered versus how many he asked. Yeah. yeah right. And right. so that's a model that we see that fits with some of this emotional uh, provision of just asking questions, just ask yeah. questions and listen. And listen, let's give the dads and men a cheat code here, right? Like, mm. 
ask some question, what's going on, listen, and if, and if your wife or your kids talk about something that's emotionally hard, just say, I bet that's really difficult. That's so good. Right? Emma. And you don't have to fix it. No, not just at all. Just say, I bet that's really difficult. Because you can't. You the can't. reality is you can't. Or maybe you can, <laughs> but you shouldn't. Yeah, so <laughs> In that good. particular case, because yeah. it's not about fixing it. I'm thinking about the YouTube video that was out there. Just go to YouTube and find it called It's Not About the Nail. That's right. The husband or the wife, I assume they're married or maybe a boyfriend, girlfriend, and she's got a nail in her forehead. All you have to do is pull it out. Like literally, it's a great video. Go listen. And, and it finally turned when he said, I bet that's so hard. And I was like, that's gold. That's gold. That was solid gold, man. How to be a good king right yeah. there and just taking the interest of others uh, so into good. account. I like that, that protection and that provision. Um, so you've got at home boys and girls, right? You've got, yeah. uh, how, I know you got four kids. Is it, how, how's it break down gender wise? So girl, oldest, and okay. then three boys. Okay, girl, oldest, mm-hmm. three boys. So you have to, ha, does this look different in the way you're trying to be king to your kids with the different genders? Absolutely. So my, my biggest job right now and hardest job with my children is stewarding the voices that are speaking into their lives. Okay. So I'll do a, um, you know, kind of voice catalog every five, six months and just, just circle back and really find out, okay, who is it that are speaking into their lives? Yeah. You know, what YouTube series are they watching? You know, who is the children's pastor? Who is the youth pastor, right? What television shows, what music? I mean, there are all these competing voices in the world that are, they're, they're competing for your child's attention, Yeah. right? I'll, I'll, I'll never forget. I was up, you know, I have two toddlers as well, so I don't sleep a lot. Yeah. So it's it's two thirty in the morning one night. I think it's it's C-SPAN or something like that, and the Netflix CEO is giving a quarterly report. Okay. Okay. One of those late night things no yeah. one's watching. Someone had asked him the question. One of the shareholders, if he was concerned about HBO Go and Amazon Prime getting into the streaming market. Right. He starts laughing at him, and he says HBO Go and Amazon Prime are like drops of water in an ocean. Our biggest competitor is sleep. I want you to want to watch Netflix more than you want to sleep. And I'm sitting there at 2.30 in the morning, the morning thinking, going. this guy's crazy, but he's a genius. Yeah. So so just think about that. These voices, huh. literally, um, they want to deprive your children uh, and then suck all their attention yep. and energy. So, yep. so I am constantly stewarding. Yep, man, who is speaking into my child's life? Yep, and that's another way for this protection word. Hundred percent, right? Because so it's not just physical. Of course, yeah, you know, make the kids wear the bike helmets, have the security system, whatever it is, but yeah. protecting their hearts from some of these these messages that they may be metabolizing and absorbing. That's really good, man. Absolutely. I um, uh, For a few years, I led a college prep school. Mm-hmm. And uh, 90% of the discipline cases came because of social media. It was a result of social media. Hmm. I can't tell you the number of parents that sat in a room and their response was, I didn't even know my kid had an Instagram account. Yeah. I didn't know my kid had a YouTube account. Yeah, I'm like, guys, you've got to steward that. Yep, that's you've a, got a, to steward. Such it. a practical way to play that role of king. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. It's not. It is. It's about it, where it's not about the family coming around and serving you as king, right? That's right. And feeding you 
grapes and letting you sit in your lazy boy chair. I mean, listen, watch the game on the weekends. Yeah. Uh, every, you know, that's Father's that's Day, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay on Father's me. Day. Uh, but other than that, um, there's so many opportunities for us to be that protector and that provider. That's right. And that's us fulfilling that role. And again, let's think about the single guy that's listening. Um, you know, th- this doesn't like... You can you can do this right now as a man, even without the family, because you can start to develop this new way of thinking about leadership and just go, okay, how, where can I take initiative for the benefit of others? So you can do this at work. You can do this at your church, of course. You can do this in your neighborhood, in your apartment complex, where, with your friend group. Right? Absolutely. Just, just look at your friend group and just go, they're not here to fulfill me this weekend. What can I no. do to take initiative for their benefit? How can I serve them, yeah. right? And then, and then be a good steward uh, to them and for them, mm-hmm. right? Put those stewardship practices into place with, with the people that are around you. That's really good. I like this. Uh, very, very insightful stuff, Chris. Incredibly helpful. The Father as prophet, priest, and king. It's been a great conversation. Good to be with you. Man, it's been so fun. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Man Podcast. If you have any questions or want to learn more about Better Man, you can go to betterman.com. That's betterman.com. This episode, like every episode, was produced and edited and mixed by the team over at Sound of a Rose. You can learn more about them at soundofarose.com. That's all we've got for today. We'll talk to you again next time.